Uh, night. Welcome back to another episode of Exenials Podcast. It's season one, episode nine already. Nice, I can't believe. Really to the I know. I know. We always say that every episode, though. <laughs> we do because we have to because we appreciate the moment of us progressing more, doing another one, and keep moving. Especially in this time with what's going on, we're trying to persist. Exactly. So how are you doing, girl? Um, I'm okay, but I'm not going to lie. This whole quarantine, COVID, 5G, whatever's going on. Oh, gosh. It's not for me. <laughs> this whole quarantine is not for me. Um, I realised that a lot, if you know me, I'll be like, oh, I don't like people. I don't like people. And I'm not really a, <laughs> like I'm not a people person. I re- this situation has made me see that as much as I'm not a people person, no, I don't mean I don't need a big crowd of people. I don't need to be Miss Popularity. I don't need everybody contacting me every five minutes. But what I do need is my people, my circle. I need to see them. I need to communicate with them. I need to know that I can pop and see them if I need to. And I, need, I like to know that they can pop and see me. We can make arrangements. I hear that. I mean, I thought that I, I thought that I was a homebody. I was like, yeah, I don't really go anywhere. I like my house. I like to chill. You know, catch me at home on the weekend. It's cool. But there's a difference between um wanting to stay home and actually being told that you have to stay home. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I kind of feel like, ooh, let's go to the supermarket today. <laughs> When you went yesterday and you went the day before. Exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't become essential anymore. It just becomes like, okay, I need to go and get. And do you feel like, I read something today on social. Um, Let me see if I can find it. It was by Black British Parents. Mm-hmm. And they, would, they put up a post. Let me find it. And it was talking about not calling the police on you know young people that you see out and it resonated with me because oh yeah i did see that post are we do you feel like people are getting judged if they decide to go out one too many times yeah um i think that you can't really there isn't you you can't really tell like why people are out because they the you know the government has stipulated that you are allowed to go out and they've given the reason so nobody you you can't have people judging like you know your movements or it's not mm-hmm. like if you're outside your window peeping on on um your neighbor wendy to see if she how many trips she made <laughs> to the grocery shop or is this her second form of exercise or has she gone like yeah who has people time to be monitoring that yeah people so i i don't think it's um so this this post says it, it it did get me. It says look, let's look out for each other. Please think carefully before calling the police during this lockdown, particularly on young or vulnerable people. And mm-hmm. it goes through some of the reasons why they may be out. So the one that stuck out for me th- for the most, mm-hmm. um, two things. The first one stuck out to me. There's four items, but I'll just say two. Home is not safe for everyone. And being educators, and I know we picked up on this in a few podcasts ago. Yeah. For this to be keep being said, it really makes me start to think like how we, how much is not safe safe? Exactly. It's a lockdown quarantine situation, and the, some of our young people are feeling they need to have they have to be out, 
And then on top of that, you've got people judging them because they're now out, you know, maybe just trying to keep safe because it's safer outside. Mm-hmm. That, that's quite it's and quite, it's quite yeah and I, I think just generally don't don't judge people like I think yeah. that's without saying but um we know already that uh the domestic violence rates have have gone up significantly across yeah. the globe because of the fact that people are at home and I think sometimes when you're in your cush environment and things are okay for you and you think, oh, it's okay, I can stay at home, you're not necessarily thinking about um, the, the young person or the vulnerable person who, who doesn't have it as easy. And um, I think part of this whole idea of looking out for each other because that's the the whole mantra now that we're all in this together. That you know we, we all need to stay home in order to protect each other, etc. Yeah. It's also about looking out for those of us who are more vulnerable. And part of that is not judging, but actually seeing how if if you let's say you see somebody who's outside a lot and you get suspicious for whatever reason. Um, I don't, well, I don't know what the strategy would be because obviously you, you don't want to go too close to approach them. <laughs> two meters now, two meters. Like but uh, I, I don't know. Think about another way that you could approach it knowing that it could be beyond the maybe the assumption that you've made. It could be that this person is has to get out of the house because they, they're, you know, they're, they're being abused. They're in danger. Yeah. So... Um, I, I think common sense must prevail in some in some regards, and it's also about thinking carefully, you know, about our neighbours in that respect, and not just really like a blanket on everybody. Not everybody's yeah. situation is the same. Not everybody has garden. Not everybody has um, no. more than more than one room. Do you know what I mean? Not everybody is a, in a three-member household or two-member household some people you have five six seven eight people in in you know a one-bedroom house Mm. and and that's the reality that we're living in and it's a a bit narrow-minded for people to not take that into consideration as well I I think that that I think that's um that's really how can I put it potent how you put that it makes you start to think about you know what it's making you, me start to appreciate the little that we do have. Exactly. Because yeah. yes, you know, people like me and you in our particular trade, we are getting paid. Mm-hmm. We do have money to do things. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a most of us. You would like to think have an almost stable situation where we've got somewhere to rest our head. We've got family and friends around us. What about those mm-hmm. people that this isn't new to them? They was isolated anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This That's is another just, thing as well. You know, what about the people that That's have always point. been in isolation? They've been in isolation for the past two years. Yeah. And now it's like really now you're in isolation, but now there's all this other stuff happening, you know, around. But yeah, yeah I just wanted to I just wanted to really think about that, that it's, re, you know, reflective, as we were saying before. And that just, you know, don't be judgmental of what people are doing, where they may be going and things like that. You don't know where they're going you don't know what they're I agree. Doing. you don't know the reason and if it's so the only thing that kind of irks me is I have to be I have to be honest is if I have gone out to the supermarket or for the exercise or whatever it may be there are still people gathering like you know 
let's not let's be really close let's be tactile let's be <laughs> do you know what I mean so and as again it's like I just mind my business and carry on but sometimes I do look like oh they're a bit close so it's yeah. criminal now <laughs> to, to and be. I think that mentality will remain for a while so yeah. even though we've come out of lockdown or whatever you'll still have people um like not wanting to go to close you know just still maintaining that social distance or like thinking twice before they go closer to somebody yeah I think that was yeah. that's something that will still be um part of normal life when we get out of yeah. it but um yeah I I just I think that this time is a time for and I think a lot of people have said this um for reflection and really a, a time to be really grateful for what you have mm. um those of us who are fortunate to have life and to not necessarily be immediately affected by it um is for us to think about those who are going through through yeah. it and then thinking about ways that we can can help um not just you know showmanship by clapping on a third on a thursday to support the nhs and stuff like that which is i applaud that as well i don't know something um how can we be more practical how can we aid in more um concrete ways now and when we get out of this as well i don't i don't people may like i can imagine people thinking ah why is she being like that why is jay being like that i don't appreciate the fact of first of all okay let's rewind it we had the brexit we had the wind situation we had you know you didn't want people hearing and all this that and the other we had the low pay of the doctors and nurses that they were fighting for you know not so mm-hmm. long back protesting you know we need more money striking all of a sudden the nhs mm-hmm. is being shown to be what it is you know yes. one of the main backbones and ribs of this country all of a sudden, everything's on them and you want to clap and give them a discount. How about giving them a proper living wage that they can actually live on? Exactly. How about raising their salaries? How about giving them financial bonus rewards for what they're having to go through? How about that? As I say back home, you girl, didn't talk, you preach. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not being funny. The clapping, okay, fair enough. It may lift the spirits. It may lift the morale. I, can yeah, see I don't think words. anything is wrong with that. But I don't think it's wrong. But I'm saying in the whole sense and purpose of really showing appreciation, this is England. I seen on the news, and, you know, if anyone knows differently, can correct me, you can at us on our um, Instagram, on our Twitter. Um, politicians are getting 10 grand to stop at home and work aren't we all staying at home and working so what mm-hmm. do they need 10 grand for that we don't need or that the nurses and doctors that don't need you didn't have money to pay them but you can give wow them i need to research that i haven't seen that well that's something that's going around that i've seen on the news that um you know so forgive me for not having the full research but it's something that i wouldn't put past them i hear you do you know what i mean but, but yeah it's a it's a bigger conversation around who we value as a society and what wow. these disasters, disasters like this, what they truly expose about how a country is, um, how a country is governed and what a country's priorities are. And it, it, it shows, it, it really does show. I mean, shows, yeah. showing the ass, if you don't mind me yeah. saying. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, yeah, so. let's move on because you know what? 
I'm tired of the talk, the COVID nineteen talk, and the you know, but it is a reality, and it, it you it know, is a reality, and people I think to talk about it. It's not but. a matter of okay, let's raise it, let's raise it, but. I think from the last our last episode, there's been some changes, there's been some movements that we haven't really had an opportunity to share and discuss. Yeah, hence discussing them now. But anyway, I'm quite excited about this topic. Oh, before we move on, can I just say, if you have a video or a challenge or a link or a voice <laughs> note or a picture, a meme, whatever it is, you can share it on your status. You don't have to send it. <laughs> that's all that's all i have to say about is that. Some sh- do i feel a little shade there <laughs> do I feel, do Listen, I feel the my, phone outcast? my phone is too full of oh, like I had to have an day. on um sunday I, everything lock off i just turned it <laughs> off i was i couldn't i can't do no more people so mm. if you try to holler at jay on that day and you know me personally i'm not sorry <laughs> I'm not sorry, I needed a break. Sorry, not sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Yeah. So we're gonna start this little topic. So our main topic for today, we're gonna be talking about something that was inspired by um Dear Black Girl. So that's at Dear Black Girl, and it's Dear D E A R Black as in B L K, and then Girls as in G I R L Z. So you can find them on Instagram. And another name you may be able to find is Sunshine Anderson. Now. This movement is all about the empowerment of black girls, young black girls, uh, young black girls. Yeah, can I just give a quick shout out to their black girls as well? Because yes, um, she makes some amazing products. So it's IAE uh, Productions, and they make like amazing notebooks and things like that. If you go onto our Instagram page, you'll see one of the some of their their notebooks that I I post that we posted um some like really nice graphics with some encouraging messages with like beautiful images of black people and stuff so you can check that out as well but can you hear me clicking guys I'm like whoop 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 okay so um we followed each other as you know we're all about uplifting of you know our fellow black sister and Exennials. <laughs> Exennials, thank you. But yeah, so we reached out to each other as fellow, you know, sisters, and we've, we were asked to write a piece in terms of advice for our younger selves. So Tinder and myself went about researching, thinking, having seen, you know, deep thought about what we would what would we go back to ourselves between the ages of say I kind of put an age on it to say between 16 and 20 and the reason I didn't put an age on it but the reason I chose that age is because I well my experience I don't know if you would agree or disagree that's when you kind of you should be and I'm saying it we should be I'm saying it with chest you should be kind of figuring out who the type what the type of person is that you want to be getting ready to kind of take your own direction in life, getting ready to kind of, you know, metaphorically take flight. And, yeah. you know, that's the age that. you kind of finish school, you, um, you know, start in your choices that. in your educational life, you may start your own business, you know, you're flowing, you're almost blooming, yeah? And I use that as a theme. So we were asked to write a piece. So B 
between before when once this podcast is published and I'm gonna try and get it out as soon as possible talking to self mm-hmm. um the piece is going to be released and we're going to be at in um dear black girls and it's going to be shared hopefully with all of you and whoever else wants to see it mm-hmm. but in the process um we i want to say we don't say nothing tinder i'm gonna say we we have spoke to a range of different women different age groups um and kind of asked that same question so some people talked about it in terms of them going back in time almost you know mentally reflecting and talking to the the young the young self of them or if they would could sit down with someone you know young girls of this generation between the age of 16 and 20 21 what would we say to them what would we say to them what advice would we give them what warnings would we give what gems would we drop you know what tea we're going to spill and kind of the reasoning as to why we would say these things yeah so um you can get started i found that they kind of started to resonate around us three main areas which I haven't shared with Tinder as yet. I kind of grouped them in my mind. And I want to see if we now we're going to sh- kind of share all the different things that we gathered or the research that we did. Are these common areas? Well, I'm saying common areas. Are they actually common? Do a lot of us now reflect as more mature women, reflecting back into our, you know, late teens, early 20s, do we see life kind of in this in these segmented ways? Or do we just, does it naturally fall like that? So I'm not going to say what these three areas are. You're going to hear shortly. You need to stay tuned, guys. Don't go away. So what did you <laughs> and find? And now for a word from our sponsors. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, um, you mentioned the age. So you talked about 16 to 21, which I agree is that time of blooming and that time of, um, making like really meaningful choices that will steer your life into the direction that you want it to be. But I also want to, uh, I, I, I'm cautious about ages specifically because um, I think, you know, we all develop uh, at different stages. And sometimes I think that, um even like when you're in your, let's say, well, Lord, 40 now, um, in your late 20s, I think a lot of people or women, um, say late 20s, early 30s, there is the belief that, uh, you know, it's that you can't change some of the decisions that you've made. So, um, I would say as long as you realize, you know, the, the path that you're on and you, you have d- certain visions for your life, it actually doesn't matter um, how old you are. Um, I still think that um, you have the, you still have the, as long as you have life, you have the ability to 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 change things in your life. So I don't want... Um, some people to feel like oh gosh I, I, well I'm not 21 anymore true you're not you're not at that age anymore not that crucial age but you we still have uh, I believe that people still have the potential to 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 change or to to do things that would um, help them to come closer to their dreams I just wanted to mention that but 
if I were to envision a little 16-year-old me to 21-year-old um, and also women of that age, there are a few things that I have. I, don't, I hope that they coincide with some of the things that you have, Jay, um, when it comes to life as a woman and, and kind of making those really, um, really serious uh life decision so i've got different categories here um okay i'm excited or should i go through them one no, by I, one i don't think i can wait the suspense is killing me tell me your categories and i'll tell you mine oh lord this is plenty you know okay so i've got relationships and sexuality it's one thing um spirituality uh your goal setting so your dreams your goals your aspirations um finance uh education and kind of your your circle so that could span from your friends your friendship group your friendship circle but also your family and how you value um the elderly people in your you know in your environment not just family but you know those who you surround yourself with um and just kind of some everyday tips like what you give is what you get kind of thing wow wow you blew me away with that girl (laughs) i only had i found that it kind of went into three so and i think that when i'm sure mine go into your three so share but i did um your creator in you yeah spirituality relationships but i encompassed relationships in terms of every type of relationship friendship okay romantic relationship be it with your mother your father every kind of interaction with people and then i did um your skills and your talents Mm -hmm. so even though you've got you i'm talking about you in terms of knowing thyself that type of you when i say skills and talents it's like what you're now going to offer to the world how you're going to navigate using yeah. your blessings, your skills, your talents, your understanding of everything. So from yeah. finances to your ABC to interior design to whatever it is that you're bringing. Yeah, education. Yeah. To gain finances and, do you know what I mean, make your way in the world. So that's, I kind of split it down into three. But I do yeah. love the way you broke it down very well, very well. But then they're just, they just fit into those categories that you you mentioned but yours is kind of like a broader way of looking at it so i like that as well all right so, so where do you want to start no, if I'm you gonna, were i'm gonna ask you thought you were gonna ask me a question. i'm gonna <laughs> ask you a question no i just wanted to interject when you spoke earlier about not having the age band oh yeah i agree with that the reason being I kind of had the age band because I started to think to myself, what kind of age would these kind of gems or advice or recommendations or whatever we want to call it? What best for? Yeah, where yeah. would they fit? So it still occurs to everybody because, let's face it, you get some grown people, grown women. We're talking about women, so let's talk, put, put it on women. You get some grown women that can still be very naive that all this information can still go for them. Do you know what I mean? They haven't experienced certain things or they may have come to some kind of crossroads. Yeah. But just to go straight in, so this is from one of my, um, this is one from one, I won't say my, our um, 
I would say elder connoisseurs. She's actually my mother-in-law and I spoke to her at length and once something that you said kind of plucked out something that she said and she said she said a lot but I'm going to pick out something in particularly and she said oh I have to find it now um she said know when to let go sometimes abandonment is not always bad if you've tried every which way and it's still not working maybe it's time to let go and that reminds me of what you just said with regards to with regards to you could have made a plan and you could be doing all this stuff and then it may not have worked out and you find yourself in a place where you now need advice you now need growth you're now back in a blooming stage not because you're young but because you've done something you've moved on this decision may not have worked out for the best now you might need to take it back to the soil and the seed and germinate yeah. yourself again and go again and yeah. so as that she said that kind of resonated with that same point um oh where is it now she said it's nice to have ambition but not to the point of being co- covetous you know when you're starting to covet what other people had because you're in yeah. your your what's the word your goals your your goals and ambition is driving you so much that you're watching what's going on around you and i think this is dangerous as well for, especially for us and the younger people today the age of social mm-hmm. media always watching these success stories i've done this mm-hmm. you can make a million pound or da, 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 da. it can get to the point where you're now we're now instagram in particular it's all pictures and seeing and you know all glossy and shiny yeah discussed this before but the point is are you doing something because you're looking at what some other people have and seeing their ambition is that overshadowing yours and by default you can then start to covet what other people have and you don't realize you're doing it so those are the two points that i wanted to just pull out i like i like those um those gems that she dropped um you know the the whole idea of knowing where to knowing when to let go um how how does one you know how do you know when it's time to actually let go i know that you we've been told um you know you fight for that dream you 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 work hard and and so on i feel like if if something is for you and once you're working towards it it will come to you eventually and uh if that thing is holding you back or you feel you think that you keep you keep going down a blind alley, or you keep running to a what's the expression? You know, like a maze, and you keep hitting a dead end. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or well, like say flogging a dead horse. Yeah, yeah, or flogging a dead horse, and you know all of those expressions. Um, I think it's not take not taking uh, not being discouraged by it. But, but seeing, you know, how you can use that as a springboard for your next move. So not thinking that, oh, gosh, this hasn't worked out. That's the, the end of it. It's yeah. about letting go so that it, you can then make space for something else yeah. that yeah. has yeah. more meaning in your life. And once you, you know, you continue to work at it, then it, it definitely will be something that, will come into fruition and if it's not meant I hate you know what I don't like that saying though if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be I don't actually like that but I think that um it's about recognizing 
uh, where you're diverting your energies to what, you know, the direction you're diverting your energies to um, in. Am I saying that yeah, right? I think that, well, I know that in some cases, okay, and this is going to sound harsh, but I'm just going to put it as clear as I can put it. You may have that situation where, and we've all seen it, we've we all got a friend or you've seen it, maybe not your friend or some cousin along the way or whoever, you know, they want to sing, they want to dance, they want to do all this stuff. And their pair, some people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually sound horrible. Yeah. And no one's like, the thing. Hey, this, because... that is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm, 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 I'm being, I'm being, um, what's the word? I'm being facetious about it. But you get what I'm trying no, to say? No, so you're being real. Because... I'm really not, to, not meant to be. And it's like, okay, you might be able to go to studio and use auto-tune and they may be able to do your body and, you know, plump up this and suck this out yeah. and whatever. But then when it comes down to it and we all, you strip it away, yeah. you may not be talented in that way. That and then be... it comes back to the point, the other point that um, your mother-in-law was making Come about... <laughs> say again? We'll call her Miss B. Miss B. Um, that, you know, you can't look at what other people um, have and then think that that then is also for you. You have to be very aware. And that's kind of one of the the main threads that run that runs through the point that I was given, that you really have to find out you. You have to yes. learn yes. Um, early, who you early. are. <laughs> And the earlier you learn that, yeah. that will work out in so many different ways when it comes to the way that you work, in the, you know, in the workplace or yeah. um, what what business adventures you have or what um, your, your different types of relationships. You really have to learn and discover who you are. Yeah. And part of that is about um, having like a spiritual connection so obviously not everybody who listens to us is a christian but i would say that there is you the person who made it well we we believe in god <laughs> so yeah, you know, um knowing yourself is about actually knowing your creator and knowing who made you and why he made you yeah. and once you discover that and you're comfortable in that then um and you're comfortable in the way that you're stared towards certain things so when it comes to your friendships and things if you're in the right direction or right path and you know who you are etc um or you're on that journey you're not gonna have people telling you yeah yeah you sound good or you're not gonna <laughs> listen to them because you know they ain't your friends <laughs> yes talking so um so I think that stairs it leads into the whole idea of trying to discover who you are and, in, and and get comfortable in your own skin. And I know that's difficult to say, you know, or it's easy for me to say that now because we've gone through all of those awkward teenage stages. And, you know, when you're, you're 16, 17, you're, you're just about discovering who you are and you're getting more and more comfortable with your own personal style and stuff like that. And it's, it can be confusing because you're, you're bombarded by what the world is telling you you should look like, you know, what your friends are doing, etc. But if you are confident and you and know that in the end you're actually worth it like you are worth it I think that's one of the 
the things that is on their black girls page she's got one of these posters that says i am enough yes and you know once you discover that i think that that will go a very long way in determining um who you become later on as a, as an individual the reason i think that it's so important that these kind of messages go to our younger selves and our young you know black girls coming up is because why why you know why go down the danger zone if you don't have to go down the danger zone the point of having elders the point of having experience that's another point yeah you can pass it on so that's something I've, I've wrote about that the reason that someone is an elder is not because of their age but their experience yeah. they can share with you yeah so you know this is almost a form of mentorship isn't it when you can say actually baby girl look at this look at that look at the other now sometimes excuse me you may not understand what you've been told so that that brings me to another point so my cousin um shout out to opulence venue sourcing won't call her name out but that's mm-hmm. her that's her thing go and look that up we're at it in our um in the bio for this mm-hmm. she talked about and a lot of other females that i talked to talked about listening to your elders i have that here written down listening to your elders, writing down even things that they say asking mm-hmm. questions about what they say because I felt um, <laughs> some of our elder generation, bless them, can talk almost parable, parables and poetically. And sometimes you're looking at like, what is this lady saying or what is this man saying? So you but just shrug you your shoulders or you, you just shrug your shoulders or you stand there, you sit there and listen. So you must ask, you know, grandma, auntie, uncle, you know, godmother, whoever they are, even if it's just... It could be your mum's friend that you've grown up calling auntie, whoever the person is. Ask questions. If they're talking in a way you don't understand, and it's even if it's some hardback patwa or from whatever um, you know, Caribbean dialect they're from, yeah. whatever it is. Say, I think that's, say can you can you explain what you mean? Because I'm liking what you're saying and I'm trying to understand it and I really want to take it on board, but you know what? I don't understand what you're saying and mm-hmm. I can't take it on if I don't understand it. And if I made that mistake as a as a young person, elders would say things to me and I'd be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just found out what they meant the other day and I'm a big woman. Yeah. Too late now. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not too late in terms of me taking it on. But for what it was supposed to do at the time when I was blooming, it's I've missed that I've missed that and it could have it could have saved me from things, it could have had avoidance, it could have shown me another way, it could have opened another door if I had understood at the time. So please, yeah. baby girls, ask questions, listen. Yeah. Old, old people are not just old, they're old because they have gone through life, they've experienced things that can help you to experience a better life or even help you avoid things that they've already gone through yeah, got, exactly. the, got the mug got the scar got the heartache why you want to go down that road as well for exactly and yeah that's that is so valuable it's so valuable um because you it's almost as if you have a very living example like uh, or a template to go by like yeah. you know and you can even if you don't have conversations and and there's something to be said about the different relation the relationships between elderly and and the youth um 
because you may not always get along with the people who are older than you or even your parents for whatever reason but you can also observe you can observe what goes well yes what's worked well um from their lives and and what mistakes they made and you know what they did and you know not to get down you you know get yourself in that sort of situation because again you have that example in front of you and it's they're like treasures they are i can't stress this enough because and the thing is when you're so young you just take these things for granted because you just like oh yeah she's talking again like okay yeah yeah <laughs> you them, but like you don't you really take it on like, your breath before you get yeah or, or, or you say like you say like um they say stuff to you and you never really you never really understand it or you never really apply it you just it's just something that you grow up hearing and then and then late, later on you're like oh yeah I really should have um done this or done whatever it is um and so they are your treasure so treasure them again if you don't have um, positive relationships um observe if you can and I also wanted to say you talked about like you know your granny talking patois or um you know or your native language depending on where your where your your family is from um that's important as well i would say treasure that also treasure your if you have the opportunity to learn from your 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 parents your grandparents or your grand um uncles aunts etc or people within your community take advantage of that because it doesn't come like that these again i believe that, that there's beauty in age yeah there's and a the lot of beauty in age the sad thing is they're not around forever exactly they're really not around forever and so you, you may feel and like then, you, we've been born and they've been there do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like they're always there. You get to five in the day, you get to ten in the day, you get to sixteen in the day, you get to thirty in the day, you might even get to forty in the day, but one day they're not gonna be there. Or on exactly. or even the other way around, you might not be. And then the thing is that's the way life goes. You are the one that will become that person. If you are granted with life um at an older age, you will become that person, you know. And, and some so, young young girls gonna be coming to you to talk to yeah. you. And if you didn't listen or if you haven't had any life experiences, what are you gonna then have to offer? Oh, that's mm-hmm. a beautiful point. I love that point, Tindai. That's a beautiful point. Yeah. So that that for me is a is a big one. Um I wanna Can I just add to oh, that before we move on? Go on. Go I was on. gonna say, um and this is I don't want this to sound this is to go with the point of observing just say it girl just say it don't (laughs) i'll try to be delicate it doesn't really come across well with me but i'm gonna try say it how Um, it is you when that when you're when you're if you've got your you know your grandparents great grandparents aunties uncles whoever they are when you're listening and when you're kind of i always put it as kind of almost mentorship by default Mm -hmm. when you're having that interaction with them look at what they've been fruitful with look at what they haven't yeah. been fruitful with when i say fruitful i mean has it bared them fruit for example mm-hmm. are they do they have a good relationship with if it's your nan do they have a really good relationship with your mum or your dad yeah your, your uncles do they mm-hmm. have that relationship with them do they have good relationships with the other grandchildren or do they have friends that visit them 
if when they go to church or go out to shopping how do they interact with other people are they a nice person and i'm not saying that to say let's just be honest everyone likes to say oh yeah everybody's gun is nice not everybody's gun is nice i'm just gonna say it. not everybody's gun is nice you don't always have that nice lovey dovey relationship with you exactly so my point is you know get it where you can it might not be your particular grandmother or great grandmother or auntie or uncle but you may go to work or you may go to college you may go even you might meet an old lady in the supermarket or just you may book up with somebody that is fruitful that does have good relationships yeah has lived a successful life now i don't mean they're rich and famous but they're they are happy they have, you know, they've grown into a mature wine, as they'd say, or they're a beautiful rose, you know, you know, metaphorically speaking, they're a beautiful rose in their garden, they're, you know, they're blossoming, they're beautiful, they're beautiful people, pick wisely, you don't want someone old, bitter and twisted, I'm just going to say it as it is, you want someone that's fruitful in, you know, many ways, facets of life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, I think I'll um, say about that, we, we have to be very careful, who, who are we taking counsel from, watch who you're taking counsel from um i was gonna talk about the whole idea of dreams and goals so which we touched on briefly but i just wanted to come back a little bit to that because um this is one of my personal experiences and this is the advice that i would give to the younger me i would say or somebody like me little black girl in the caribbean hey young girl um (laughs) (laughs) know that your dreams are authentic they're they are valid um you know don't wait for other people to see the authenticity of your dreams yes so a lot of people like and we're all you know if we're all gifted we all we're all we all have like a, a an innate an innate talent or a skill and we all have like different dreams and visions for what we want to do with those skills whether it is we live them out whether you pass them off as like oh that's crazy you know like nah that that won't ever happen um i find very often you know everybody has their their dreams and stuff like that but it's those people who truly believe that their dreams can sounds a bit cheesy there their, their dreams no, it's true though it's true <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> your dreams can come true <laughs> no but like i because i used to think that like a lot of the ideas and stuff that i would would come up with like my my background is theatre, I love theatre, I love drama, I love dance, I love music and stuff like that. Um, I know you love music too. Yes. Um, but uh, I I really had like some big dreams about what I wanted to achieve. And then, you know, you just put it at the back of your head and you think, nah, like, nah. And then later on you grow up and you're like, oh, somebody else is doing the exact same thing you thought about and how you executed it and how you believed in it and and validated it because again remember we're going on the whole thread of you are enough if you know that what you what your creator has instilled within you is enough then you should know that you can work towards that goal and it is achievable but for some reason and it comes you know from um self-doubt um lack of self-esteem lack of confidence 
um, and you know different reasons, lack of resources and stuff like that. Um, you just become deflated and you don't really work towards them because you think it's not really achievable. So I just want to encourage anybody, if you're young, you have that dream, if it's in you, once you've envisioned it, you can figure out a way to work towards it. It's not necessarily going to be an easy thing. um, And chances are you will struggle to get there, but it doesn't mean that your dream is less than. It doesn't mean that because your dream or your goal appears to be out of the ordinary or something completely that nobody else else has ever seen or done before that it can't be done little black where do you think that where do you think that doubt and that pushing it to the back of our minds comes from why do you think we do that as young black girls i think um well uh, let me speak to this because i was in st vincent at the time and you know very often in the caribbean we look to the outside to get validation for the things that we do and i think that's beginning to change to a large extent now but i know there was a certain point where anything that was deemed to come from the caribbean or you know from the little islands and vincent and the grandies wasn't deemed as good enough or as better than um anything that came from say england or america or wherever so there's that general um or that blanket kind of self-doubt that a lot of people have and i think that also transcends into the diaspora so a lot of people like um in the black community a lot of people also have that carry that blanket doubt that you know if it comes from home it's not good enough you know if it, if if it's um if it's black it's not it's not authentic it's only till the white man say it good then it's good if you write a play and um you you everybody's laughing it's hilarious and you think ah well it's just good enough for home it's not good enough for your universal audience yeah and then you know where that springs from yeah 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 so you know generational um downtrodment yeah so that's one thing would you say like looking at as much as i said we spoke about earlier the socials being it can be a negative place but it can also be an amazingly amazingly positive place and i would say looking now i guess you see what you're looking for and when i say the caribbean no i'm talking about when we talk because the question i asked you was why do we think that you know that self-doubt, yeah, self-doubt where it comes needing from. that validation from the man as it were and oh, our yeah. ideas you know our aspirations our dreams mm-hmm. that we may, that we should have may not be you know good enough and it's not you know unless yeah because i've heard someone say before and they, did, they said it in jest what i hear what they were saying it was like black is whack and white is right now that's a horrendous statement to make yeah, you look at me good. But I heard someone say that. <laughs> and they said that based on what they could see around them, it was like the colorism situation and only certain people were getting into certain situations. And this mm-hmm. person didn't agree with what they were saying out of their mouth, but they were saying in terms of this what, is what society, what society was projecting. Yeah. But yeah. now when I look, you know, you're seeing a lot more, you know, 
beautifully melanated um sisters modeling acting you're seeing you know young black young black female entrepreneurs sprouting up all over the place yes we we see what we are looking for so if you want to go out into the world yeah and look for oh it's not working and this ain't gonna work and that ain't gonna work i think for this day and age especially the young sisters today Mm -hmm. i don't see where your excuse could be to be honest as much as advice and encouragement i would say look for somebody that has similar ideas of you see how they're working it and even though you may think that your idea your ambition no 100 people are doing it because i think it's gone the opposite way now instead of saying no one else is doing it you've got to the point where now people may feel like it's oversaturated well when you go to the supermarket how much different kind of bread you see (laughs) there's enough for you your idea can run as well yeah how you execute it yeah. you know mentorship that you get in going back to the advice about um finish things as well my cousin also said talked about with your education a lot of people talked about education choose something wisely choose something hey, literally literally <laughs> was that next? <laughs> choose wisely yeah choose wisely yeah choose Not something that you, you actually are. enjoy choose something that's going to be fruitful to you yeah and finish it and finish it yeah i i have one and it's not it's not even it's not a regret it's a lesson because i was only young and i never forget i love to dance and my actual aspiration was to be a video um a dancer but i wanted to i can never say the word choreograph choreograph music videos stage shows adverts i've got a thing about adverts but yeah adverts anything to do with movement or dance i wanted to be that person saying okay five six seven eight now you now, and that's i just that was my dream yeah when i was young like really little like seven eight i used to go to the local ballet that my parents paid for and i, never, I had all i had all the gear i had the little pink thing that wrapped around i had all the stuff ballet and tap and i wanted to be a ballerina <laughs> when, I was a little girl, like, when i was like six that was my goal anyway sorry so uh, my point is now i'm young you know i haven't this, this i decided i wanted to do be do choreography when i went to uni no when i was doing my a-levels i left to go to my a-levels and i went to go to university so at that point finishing a-levels i thought okay this is what i want to do i'm good at it i can do it da, 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 da. so that i started to apply for you know degrees in dance and to do that yeah years before seven year old jay i'm going to the local ballet and i'm doing the lessons and i'm you know i'm good i know i'm good and i'm keeping up with everyone else in the class but yeah. you know when it came to the end of year show the christmas show the easter show Nobody used to choose me yeah and at one point i just said to, i said to my dad i said daddy i don't want to do it no more and i'll never forget this thing yeah. my dad picked me up from junior school Shout out to all the people that went to William Cowper. My dad from Juniors. William Cowper in Newtown. It's changed its name now. So if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, my dad picked me up. I think I was in year four or five. And I had my ballet kit ready to go. And I'd come to this big, big decision. You know, like I'm some big person. I don't want to go no more, daddy. And I remember, forget, my dad went down on his knees and come to my height and says, he used to call me Jude please don't give up make keep going keep going you're gonna need it one day but i didn't know what he meant oh. and I, gave up, I gave up ballet and i'm gonna tell talk the truth and shame the devil because they were racist yeah oh, 
white little girls and the light-skinned little girls used to get chosen to be in the shows. Mm. The shoes of a people. There's only one other black girl that got chosen. And I think she was like in the older class. She was quite yeah. she was two, three years older than me. And I think she was getting ready to leave. She, she was a really excellent tap dancer. Nobody could touch her. And I think the only reason, now I don't not know, she was good. So I don't let me know. As a as a little girl, I thought, oh, it's because she's just amazing and mm. I'm I'm good and I can keep up what she can. She could tap dance way better than me. So they always used to choose her. But then I now think no, I'm not gonna go down that road because that's not the point. But the point is, years later now, I needed ballet to do what I wanted to go on to. Yeah. And I quit that because of how I was being treated from the outside. And I was only young, as I said, I was seven, maybe six, yeah. seven. No, I would not think I was six. I was probably se- between the age of seven and nine. But I, I remember the memory and my dad. And then years later, I used to think to myself, look at that now. I don't mm. know. I don't have ballet in my system as I would have if I'd continued. If so my point is whatever your parents give you to do so I then um my next activity was piano and I did that all the way through school and I didn't quit to the point where I was paying for myself to do my lessons my point is when you start something be it something that your parents tell you to do whatever it is it is giving you underlying skills that you may not know yet you don't know what they're going to do for you later on never don't quit because if you start quitting that's the only thing I ever quit in my life and I thank the Lord and my, my parents taught me don't quit things because if you quit you're going to be quitting forever when are you going to finish anything yeah and it's, it's twofold because when we were speaking earlier about okay know when to abandon something I'm not talking about a life's project I'm not talking about a business I'm talking about you going to um you're at school especially school you've picked certain GCSEs now you might have to say all right then let's say a lot sometimes people drop art or they drop a language or something like that yeah make sure you come out with your core and you make sure you come out with something that you really want to move on to Mm. you know what i mean yeah i think that that's a that's a really um you can't just keep make sure you've actually rationalized it like i said before you've tried every which way this is not my words this is miss b word this is mrs b's words you've tried every which way and it's not working and you've been persistent and you've tried and you've tried that's different for i didn't try i didn't say to my dad Dad, can we go and speak to the ballet school and let them know how I'm feeling? I didn't. Obviously, I was seven, so I didn't have the sense to say yeah. that. But my dad but wanted then, to do that for me. He's like, no, I'm going to go and talk to him. I says, no, daddy, I'm not going back. Da, 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 da. And I, mm-hmm. and because I was so upset by the situation, he allowed me to. Well, it was my decision. I remember it. Yeah. So, it, it, if you've spot, if you've exhausted all your opportunities and it's still not working, then maybe give you. That's another story. Yeah. You but give it a good go. Yeah, I didn't give it a go. I just got disheartened because you know I didn't look like them. But to be fair, Jay, like that is enough for any any little any anybody, much less a seven-year-old, to to give up. Like that is enough within itself. Mm. And obviously, this is your that was your way of um, processing or dealing with it because you just didn't you couldn't deal with the. You know, the, you working hard, you doing everything that everybody else is doing, and then you get overlooked. Like it's not a nice feeling, um, and for a seven-year-old child to go through that, like you, well, you can understand why your dad was like, I can see she's really upset by it. So yeah. I will let. I, le- well, I learned a lot from it. I learned, even though reflecting, and I learned, even though I'm talking about this now, I learned that lesson at about 
18, when I left, when I left, when I left from my A level, was ready to go into university. I learnt that at 18, because mm. I realised if I had continued with that, the skills I now need. Because when I went to start to go to the auditions, I did get a place in dance school, but that's another story. Yeah. When I to go to the ambi- the um the auditions, all the girls could do ballet, and it was part of the curriculum. Mm. And if I if I had continued, I would I would probably. Who knows where I would have been or what I would have been doing. My point is, if you have a skill that your parents have asked you to develop, try going Take along. advantage of it. Yeah. Take advantage of it because it's not everybody that has those, 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 um, what's the word? Those, can't get my words out now. Those opportunities. There's some kids. And you don't know when they're going to come again. And you don't, you don't know um, when you're going to need it, really. Um, you just don't know. <laughs> you, you actually don't know. Um, one of the points that I had kind of related to that, what, the one that you were making was um, the idea that uh, you should you should definitely, you know, you choose wisely and you choose to study what you are, you you know, you choose what you you enjoy and what you're talented with and what you you're what you're good at and stuff. But also, don't be afraid to try um things that are out of your comfort zone and also give that a good go so for example I've always felt that I wasn't I'm not good at maths well I'm not good at maths for sure (laughs) or all the sciences but I actually enjoy reading about science and stuff and I just think that I uh, from an early age I limited myself into thinking that mm, I'm an arts girl, like I'll do my literature, I'll do my my languages and stuff like that, but sciences is not for me. But I think that if I had explored more, more, an open mind yeah. and really given it a good go, you know, try my best, even though, you know, you're not, you're not necessarily, you, it may not be amazing, you know, Einstein, but um, I think that that may have given me maybe another perspective on on things and I would say you know try as many new things whatever opportunity comes knocking as Jay was saying you know if your parents provide an opportunity for you my mom always says that she wishes that she'd given us um, piano lessons and things like that Um, and I know that many many people are given opportunities that are similar take advantage of them because you just do not know when they will come in handy and where this life will lead you and everything that you do will be um, supplemental. So don't don't limit yourself. Don't box yourself in and think, yes. yeah, I'm a science girl, so I, I can't do um, languages. Or, and, and this goes out to, you know, the, the, the whole idea that girls are less likely to get involved in maths and, and stuff like that. I know amazing um women who are mathematicians scientists um doctors and stuff like that so just never ever box yourself in you can actually uh, you know why do we have to be either or i feel like we can be both and just learn just take opportunities whatever course is there for the taking take yeah. if you haven't gone to university yet or um you're considering maybe going back to school or something like that. Do it, do it, do it a hundred times. Even though you may not see the benefit immediately, um, there will there will there's something that will always be there to kind of enhance 
the individual that you will become or that you'll grow into <laughs> that brings us so nicely so another thing my said, <laughs> she said to push your own boundaries which i thought was beautiful mm-hmm. and she says when it comes to growing don't be boxed in career-wise so that perfectly mm-hmm. matches what you were saying about and my sister-in-law always said that don't also said something along those lines don't don't let others be your teachers or even sometimes your parents predict you know talk your predicts you into a situation oh you're good at this so let's go and do that that thing that you're good at yes do it but explore every facet of it yeah don't just do the little bit that you can see read about it don't be restricted by your parents and their own inhibitions but oh, washing yeah, chicken still stands. <laughs> what? She said, it cracks you what she said. Don't be restricted by your parents and their inhibitions for what, you know, what they might have inside of you. Yeah. Them. Don't let them project it on you in terms of your business ventures and what you want to go out and do. But she said certain things still stand like you still need to wash your chicken. So, <laughs> so you're holding on to the things that you know, okay, these are staple things. You know, mommy said this, daddy said that these are things I must do. However, they they've to me, I always say to my daughter, and my mom said it to me, I want my daughter to then push my boundary. So I'm raising you in a certain way to be like, you need to now surpass me. And it doesn't mean she's better than me and I'm less than my no. daughter. I don't mean that. I mean that I've done everything in my power to give her enough tools and enough resources and enough opportunities for you to now fly and go and do that next best thing. It's passing the baton. Yes, mm. that's the word, passing the baton. I don't want her to see what i've done and settle for what i've done no baby girl go and fly do much more and then when you have when it's your opportunity to maybe sit down and have that conversation like we were saying earlier you should have a plethora of gems to then pass on to somebody else because you've had the opportunity yourself you've lived that life you've been fruitful as we were saying before Mm -hmm. and don't be afraid fear is a very dangerous thing don't be afraid as you go out there and And you know there is something that is part like you know it's passed on so you can you can your parents can pass the inhibition as you said earlier the fair to you and then you can then transfer that to your own children so you know it's so important to safeguard yourself against um the things that will not benefit you um but will only hinder you and again it's about seeking knowledge seeking wisdom like how do you know the difference between yes obviously you want to be respectful to your parents you want to obey them and you know ultimately for the most part they will have your best interest at heart but they don't always see things in the way that you see things and it comes back to the vision that you may have for yourself um that might clash with what your parents believe their vision for you is Mm. so you have to be again confident that what you're about to achieve will succumb or will you know stand the test of time and you'll be able to go back to your parents and say I stuck to my dream and it has worked out for me and I believe that ultimately they will um respect that but the healthy balance is important as well so one being still being um maintaining that um that respect and having that balance of okay these are the things i have to do because this is how we do things around here like washing our chicken um, <laughs> yeah. um we shouldn't be afraid of the failure 
and we shouldn't be afraid to hear no because every door that's closed Ooh. another door's gonna open what if, do I have if you hear no and I think sometimes that can be sometimes a little bit about today's generation if I'm honest with you because my daughter's like that every minute if you say no it's like her world's ended I'm like baby girl do you know what I mean it's not about always yes 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 I because that's the real that's real life no let me clap my hands with it sometimes it's good to hear no listen it's good because it's boundaries Tinder it's reality is as we we know as adults yeah we do not hear yes 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 everything is not a success all the time Mm -hmm. if we train the children and the young ones and obviously in this context we're talking about our young black daughters our young black sisters our nieces whoever they are across the world whoever's listening if you cannot hear no and you make it an obstacle for yourself, when you hear it, it's going to be a big old obstacle, obstacle every single time. If you fall and hit your face, are you going to stay there and lie down and let the everything come start yam out your face? They are lessons. You learn, you learn so it's much. Lessons. How else are you going to know if you always get it right every single time? You're never mm. really gonna. You're never really gonna know um, how to improve. So failure, yes. it, it failure is a is is part of like it, it will hurt, and you have to go through that process. But um, you can you know that you can come out triumphant. It's not the end yeah. of it, and all of those cheesy things like if you fall, you get back up. You know, all, <laughs> those things, all of that applies. You know what? Some things are just gonna be how they are. Like that's just what it is. If you fall, you hear no. You hit a brick wall. You build a way around it. You go through it. You go under it. You you find a way. If you're going through hell, and keep if, running. if the wall is solid concrete, and you know it's not working out for you, sometimes, as we said before, you might need to be like, okay, let me go back to the drawing board. Let me find another plan. But what yeah. I'm gonna say is, I know you're all interested. Because I wanted to add one more point Because we're talking about no Okay go on Don't be afraid To say No Yourself (laughs) Yes honey And the earlier you learn that The better off No to friends No to relatives even no to yourself when you want to do something can really you thinking mm, you got to tell yourself no sometimes you gotta tell yourself no yeah so on that note we've been you know it's quite a long podcast there is so much more for us to get through so we're gonna stick a pin at it here guys and our next episode episode lit, 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 lit. um as we're talking about um I'm, I'm holding up the book like if we're doing video <laughs> 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 It's already been posted though. It's already been posted. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you know, we're talking about like advice for young people and stuff like that. I find this book, Small Doses by Amanda Seals, um, is really it's visual very visually appealing. Like she's got lots of different it kind of feels like a diary. And she's got like lots of different tips for uh black women on a whole and she covers everything from um you know body image to um like um you know relationships and friendships and um family um and you know the workplace the dynamic of the workplace and stuff for a black woman um and it's really it's very it's a very easy read because it's almost like a conversation Okay. And it comes in different forms. So she's got like poetry in there. 
and like um, just different forms of writing that you might find interesting. So um, go and check it out. Small doses, Amanda Seals. My auntie, who lives in St. Kitts, bless her, shout out to Auntie B. It's called The Knowledge Project with Shane Parrish. Hmm. And the particular episode that really had me going, it was so fantastic, was episode 79. And the lady's name, I'm going to try to say it, so please forgive me. It looks like an um, Eastern European or German European name. Esther Wolvikic. B, no, W-O-J-C-I-C-K-I. And it's called The Trick to Raising Successful People or Raising Successful People, The Trick, The Trick. But trick's actually an acronym. And if I remember correctly, it's about trust, respect, I think it's intuition or inviting collaboration. And I can't remember what the K stands for. I'm not going to lie. But if you go and have a look, or if you're into podcasts, well, clearly you listen to this one. So thank y'all. So yeah, guys, good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Good night. And um, we got Spotify. We've got iTunes. We've got Buzzsprout. Come check us check out. out. <laughs> so, good night, okay. guys. All right. Bye. Bye.